Shut your ass up, B. It's the BTSE 365 Podcast. You rockin' with your boy, B. Hey, you know what it is. You rockin' with your boy, B. And it's the BTSE 365 Podcast. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? The BTSE 365 Podcast. It's your boy B. What's good? What's good? What's good? Good people, what's happening? You heard it, man. It's the BTSE 365 Podcast, man. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Wherever you tuning in, however you tuning in. Yes, yeah, it's, it's very much so appreciated. And... What the hell I got on my finger? Some tape? Boom. <laughs> hey, but for real though, hope y'all had a good weekend. Um, in Nashville, it was TSU homecoming weekend, so you know it was turned up all weekend up here. Hella traffic. No violence that I know of. <laughs> you know, wasn't no gunplay. Shout out to, you know, everybody who got a chance to enjoy that. City had what? Dolph was up here. Key Glock, Kevin Gates, Lido and Trapper Man Dale was out there at Limelight Saturday. Or was that Friday? Hell, I can't remember. The day party. Player fly, Uncle Luke, eight ball and MJG. Tailgating all day on Saturday. TSU beat the hell out of uh, Tennessee Tech, 41 14. It was. It was a good weekend, real good weekend. Shout out to everybody who got a chance to enjoy that. You know, all the hustlers out there. Shout out to uh, Cashville, et cetera, doing their thing all weekend, man, with the pop-up shops at the parade and at the tailgate. You hear me? Big things, big things. Appreciate everybody who's peeped that anniversary podcast, the anniversary show last week. That was That was real big. Shout out to Coach Collins again for joining us. Can't wait to check him out in action next week. Uh, Halloween night. Halloween night. They go up against uh, Tennessee Wesleyan. I believe that's who TSU got Halloween, October 31st. So, that's going to be big right there. I mean, you know, they're going to probably win by a whole lot. But, good tune-up game. You know, get them ready for the season. And, you know, moving right along. Oh, 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 oh. Shout out to everybody listening to me on whatever platform they on. If you're on SoundCloud, Spotify, man, iTunes podcast, TuneIn app, Stitcher. Or you checking me out on our newest home, WIAN Radio. Online radio. Appreciate y'all. We're going to try to give you everything you've you been missing in this sports podcasting world and before I go any further you do know I said you do know that we are live from the Pulse Studios alright woo god darn it <laughs> I love this place man it's my place of peace we got some more lights in this junk you know what I'm saying? We beaming in the bit. I didn't cuss. I said bit. B-I-H. FCC, don't get mad at me. 
Because I ain't got the money to pay you. Well, however much that fine is, Big ain't got it. But I tell you who do got that 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 paper to to take care of all this, you know what I'm saying? My boy David Price from the Boston Red Sox, straight out of Murfreesboro, Tennessee, Vanderbilt University. And I mentioned David Price because he just tossed six shutout innings last week over them Houston Astros to help lead us to the World Series. Boston, baby. I forgot to mention this on the show last week, and I was I felt some type of way. I said, dang, I ain't say nothing about my Red Sox. Any Matica. Four straight wins in the ALCS. Three straight in Houston. Justin Verlander, who? Alex Bregman, who? Like David Price said, post that. He posting little stuff on Instagram and they been talking all this big boy cash money all year about how they gonna repeat. They at the crib with me. They watching it. Just like me. Hmm. Go figure. Mookie Betts, if you're gonna be MVP now, I know they done already voted on it. I know it's only the regular season. You been you done made some great defensive plays though in the ALCS, I won't lie. Great defensive plays, and it's been a real good team effort. But I'm gonna need more from you in this World Series, cause I think we gonna have them brooms out. I think, I think quite early, y'all gonna be hearing this. It's keys, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be keys. We trying to send them Dodgers home early. Trying to send them home early, going to give them four and gone. They got a lot of you know characters: Yasiel Puig, Manny Machado. You know, they 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 talk a lot. They real boisterous. But we all know Puig is a strikeout machine. Ready to break his bat over his leg. You know, that's what he do. They had to go to seven games with the Brewers. The Milwaukee Brewers? <laughs> no disrespect. No disrespect. But. It's the Brewers, G. It's the Brewers. Yeah, Big J, what what they what the, I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't know what they think. Like what time? What time did they think? Like what kind of time did they think they was gonna have? Like did they think they were gonna have an easy time? Mm-hmm. Or did they think they were gonna have a hard time? I'm sure they thought they were gonna have an easy time with Milwaukee. But they were struggling and straining. Like the Canton Spiritual said, struggling, straining. That's what they were doing, struggling and straining. And it took a seventh game to get it done. Manny Machado say he don't hustle. That's not in his makeup. You don't hustle. It's not in your makeup. What the what you what you doing? You finna be a two hundred and fifty million dollar man, and you telling the world I don't hustle. That ain't in me. That's not the type of person I am. You could at least say, "Man, my foot was hurting. I had a little cramp. That's why I let up when I was running towards first base." 
But now you just, I mean, I understand you're going to tell the truth, I guess. You know, hey, be truthful. But sometimes it's okay to tell a little white lie. This is random. But speaking of white lie, who calls, who dubbed it a white lie? I wonder why it's called a white lie. Hmm? Anybody ever thought about that? Message. <laughs> a white lie. Shoot. I, I got a few ideas on why it's called a white lie. But I'm going to keep them to myself because I got a lot of uh, European listeners. <laughs> so I'm going to just keep that one. To myself, you feel me? I'm gonna just keep that one to myself. But I, 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 um, I put that out there in front of a, a group of people the other day. I was like, I wonder why they call it a white lie. And it was a whole bunch of Europeans around me, and they couldn't do nothing but laugh because they they knew what I meant. They know why it's called a white lie. They're like, y'all just listening know why it's called a white lie. But moving on. From the from the World Series, because I really think the Red Sox is gonna take this in. It, it, I'm gonna say five to be, you know, humble, modest, or whatever. But <sighs> Clayton Kershaw pitching against Chris Sale. Now Chris Sale had a little sickness, illness he was dealing with last week. But you know, I ain't, I don't think it's gonna be no problems. You know what I'm saying? When y'all hear this, it'll be Tuesday. So the game will be tonight. And uh I think Boston gonna win game one four to one. Sale goes six innings, seven strikeouts, two hits, no earned runs. We're gonna give up one when he get out the game. David Price said last week that he that something clicked when he was in the bullpen for game five. I mean for game four. He said something just clicked. And he showed up and showed out in game five. I've, I've been giving him hell on this show. Because he has been the boo-boo. He just has been. you know. Now, I heard some stats that kind of made me change that a little bit. They say in all his starts, you know, nobody ever gave him a run in the first couple of innings or anything like that. His run support was kind of down. So I, I understand. But you're supposed to be big time. When you big time, they want you to go out there and not give up more than one run. Especially in the playoffs, it's crunch time. So, hopefully it keep on clicking in his head. And him and Mookie can bring them them, them rings back to the Middle Tennessee area. You dig? Trying to, trying to you know, get them on the podcast or something. Let's, let's put that out there in the atmosphere. Anybody listening? They got a little plug, little connect. Tell them big, need them on the show. They can come right here to the Pulse Studios. We can drink good. Well, you know, we can <laughs> we can drink good and we can uh, indulge in some other things like Monopoly. <laughs> I couldn't even get my lie right. I'm talking about Monopoly. Let me sip my yak. And today's yak is brought to you by Smoothie King. Hey, somebody tell Smoothie King I need a check. They get too much free pub over here with their high ass. 
It ain't Friday. Shoot. Hell. Moving on. Like player fly. Moving on. The NBA season tipped off last week, man. Oh, yeah, it, it, it tipped off in a major way. Golden State came out. They got them a good old eight-point win over OKC without Westbrook. The Rockets took a big L, a big L to the Pelicans. We're going we're gonna to speak more on the Rockets in a second because cause they slick took another L outside of the Clippers. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna talk about they, they lost to the Clippers too. But the Lakers, L.A. Brun, L.A. Brun showed up. Portland Trailblazers, opening night in Portland. R.I.P. Paul Allen, he was the, the co-founder of Microsoft and the, the, the owner of the Portland Trailblazers and the, uh, the uh, God dang it, Seattle Seahawks. Lost his battle with cancer. But the story was L.A. Braun. L.A. Braun and showed up to Portland and he finna do this and they finna do that. Boy, boy, Nick Stauskas dropped 24. If you hadn't heard that name in a while, it's because I thought he wasn't playing after Michigan. He was a first-round pick, but he was playing for the Kings and the Sixers. Sixers just got good last year. So, you know, he was playing on some losing situations. Now he's starting in Portland. Shooting that pill. Dame and, 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 and CJ shooting that pill. We got a real team, man. Now, yeah, I know I threw they, they hat away in the playoffs. We ain't going to talk about that, though. That's old. We ain't going to talk about that. Y'all know I got that, that hat out the trash can. Y'all know I ain't leaving it in there. Trash was clean that day anyway. But L.A. took the L. Now, LeBron had a decent stat line. But what I noticed, which is what I thought it was going to be, when LeBron not in the game and they ain't running up and down the floor, they boo-boo. Garbage. Terrible. I mean, you know, JaVale McGee out there, he all right. But who is backup? Mo Wagner? For Michigan, he going to play center? Okay. I know they call it a positionless league now, but you need a big man. I don't care if he's averaging five points and 11 rebounds a game. You need a big man. Got to have one. Got to have one. But then, let's see. The the Denver Nuggets, they hot. They 3-0. They started off hot. They beat the, the Warriors the other day by two. The Warriors beat the, the 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 Jazz. What was it like? By two, by one on the tip end from Jarepko. Some you know some little weak stuff. But the real the real story of the NBA to start off, and it ain't even been seven whole days, was when Chris Paul and Rajon Rondo and Brandon Ingram got the jacking. Over the weekend, Saturday night. Now, again, for those of you listening that don't know what jacking means, look it up in the Urban Dictionary. It's a slang term 
that originated in West Tennessee, talking Memphis, Ripley, Dyersburg, Jackson, all around there, you know. Nas- people in I think people up here in Nashville know what jacking means. I'm sure they do. But if you don't know, now you know. It means to engage in in a fight, scrapping, fisticuffs, uh, throwing blows, all of that good stuff. And if you're watching the video, I got the definition up here for you. So just in case, just in case. But it all, you know, it all started around the four-minute mark. A little bit over four minutes left in the fourth quarter. And the Lakers were up one. Or down one. I think it was 109-108 Houston. James Harden drives to the hole. He kind of give Brandon Ingram a little nudge. Boom. Ingram started flopping a little bit. He hit the, 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 the safety padding underneath the goal. He's called for a foul. The, the 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 score didn't count. The basket didn't count. Chris Paul, he's adamant at the ref saying, oh, it should have counted. Brandon Ingram just 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 shoved the hell out of James Harden. Just just shoved the, I I'm I done watched this about fifty times. And I still don't know why he shoved him so hard. Like I thought maybe James Harden gave him a slick elbow. Or pushed him or something. Like, he just shoved, bro. And he said it today. He said, you know, I was wrong. I was wrong. But I was wrong for starting it. But when I saw my teammate fighting, I'm over there to make sure I'm in that too. Because I shouldn't have started it. But since I started, I might as well help finish it. Now, Brandon Ingram is a side note. No, I don't think he sucker punched Chris Paul. I think he just was defending his teammate, which happened to be Rajon Rondo. And this is a prime example of, I I might not beat you on the floor, but I bet you won't fight. I bet you won't fight. I bet, I bet you won't cross this line. And he crossed it. But what amazed me, because when I watched it, man, like, I'm looking like, hold on. Did Chris Paul just, just like, mug Rajon Rondo? Like, did he just try to sun him? Did he just poke him in the face? Like, not on the head, not on the side of the face. But, like, right in between his eyes. Like, if you ever spit on me again, boy, I, boy, you know what I, boy. Woo. And I ain't think he spit on him. I said, man, dude didn't spit on him, man. Like, I didn't see Bill Romanowski spit on somebody. Like, there was a loogie. Through the through the face mask, you saw that loogie coming. Like, whew. Like, pow. Like, damn. There you go. That spit right there. But Rondo did it so slick, they needed somebody. I don't know who camera, I don't know what fan caught this. One thing I know, if you're trying to solve a crime or a situation, go to the internet. Somebody had a phone somewhere 
that caught whatever it was that happened. The NBA got the video from somebody who got it from somebody else, who probably got it from somebody else. And you can see it. Now, I at first I was like, maybe it happened while he was talking. But it looked like he really did just spit on him. If that's the case, <laughs> Rondo need his ass whooped. See, the problem with the situation is, and I heard Sh- Shannon Sharp say this. He said, man, Rondo, Chris Paul should have got 20 games if he spat on him. Because me? Now, I ain't no jacking ass dude. You know what I'm saying? I ain't just no fighter or nothing like that that I know of. You know what I'm saying? I done had situations here and there, but I ain't, you know, trying to, I ain't walking around like Billy Badass or nothing. But if a person spit on me on purpose, bro, you in my face and you spit on me? Man, let me, hold on. I got to sip my yak to calm down. Hold on. Because I'm getting upset just thinking about it. Like, first of all, Chris Paul and Rondo both be with the ish. All throughout their career, Chris Paul more so be on that slick, subtle ish. He he be with it. He be real with it. He ain't, he ain't no nice guy. Like, he be real with it. But Rondo, the type, he might not be the most athletic. He might not have the best numbers, but he a good player. Played on a championship team with great players. Played at Kentucky. Like, like, let's not get it twisted. Rondo ain't no joke out here now. He revived his career after Dallas. That was kind of ugly in Dallas. Like, he... Ooh, that ended very bad for him. Very bad. But he's still playing. He's still putting up buckets. He's still cashing checks. But to spit on a man and live to talk about it, the fact that that, that he wasn't busted up, I'm telling you right now, if the, the first time I would have felt it, man, I probably would have choked Rajon Rondo. Like, like I probably would have just choked him right there. Like I just would have grabbed him by his little neck, and I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. But Chris Paul thought it was cool to just, I'm just gonna poke him in the head and think that's cool. No, CP, that's a grown ass man, dog. Like said to the trainer, said, "Man, I'm a grown ass man, dog. You're not gonna poke me in my face and just think it's cool." What? Poke me in my face? I don't care what I just did. All that go out the window now. I'm finna spraying on you, boy. And that's what he did. He caught him with a mean little left. Chris Paul got popped and didn't didn't even see it coming. And he, I don't know how he didn't see it coming though. Hell, when you put your finger in somebody's face, you're supposed to be prepared to just go on and box. It's like. The old saying, don't pull a gun on nobody if you ain't prepared to use it. Poking them up in the face and talking like you talking to them and you standing there with your arms folded. Chris Paul was with it. 
And it tells about to stand up there with they all folded, like, you know what I'm saying? Then he got sped on, then he started poking them. All Rondo was like, bro, I don't know who you think I am, but I'm with the ish. Bop. Chris Paul, face, he leaned back like he looked like one of them characters off, uh, what's the, uh, Mike Tyson's knockout. When you punch him and they just go back. That's what he was looking like. But he caught him with a nice little uppercut. He caught him flush with a left after that, too. I thought At first, I thought he got him kind of hard, but it don't look like he caught him hard because his arms ain't too long. So he kind of was, was going backwards. And then Brandon Ingram ran over there with that seven-foot wingspan and caught him a little shoulder punch. Pow. And Lonzo Ball, old light-skinned ass, jogged over there so slow. Nah, I ain't getting in this. I ain't getting in this. Mm-mm. I'm already not starting right now. I won't run, though, to get suspended. That's what he was thinking. <laughs> he was thinking, shoot, I need Rondo to be out for a few weeks. Try to get me some shots up. <laughs> but Rondo got, what, a four-game suspension? Chris Paul got a three-game suspension? Now, Rondo got three. Paul got two. Ingram got four. Ingram said he thought he was going to get more. Most people did. Now, LeBron, the aftermath was talked about a lot. All LeBron grabbed Chris Paul and he didn't, you know, go check on Rondo or whatever. Man, look, those folk kids go to each other's birthday parties. They families vacation together. They got each other real cell phone numbers. You know, like... They kick it. They partners. LeBron and Rondo just met each other personally like four months ago. Come on, man. Quit it. Stop it. Just stop it. All right? Stop it. That's his partner. It's a difference. It's a difference. Now... Where does this leave the NBA? In good standards. I'm glad I saw it. I'm glad it happened. I just wish Chris Paul would have went on and fired on Rondo instead of poking him in the face because ain't no way you think you can just poke a grown man in the face and get away with it. Like it ain't going to be no repercussions. Just going to let him poke you. Boy, all right, boy. Now... I say all that to say this. The Lakers still 0-2. They might be 0-3. I don't know who they next game against, but they might be 0-3. Is it time to hit the panic button in L.A.? Is what what the next question is going to be. I don't think so. But they are who we thought they were. Regular as hell. Hey, man, my smoothie fire as hell. For real, it's the uh the Hulk. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, shout out to uh said X Logistics. For any truck drivers out there listening, owner operators. If you got your own MC number, holly at said X Logistics. They're the uh truckers dispatcher. That's how they describe themselves. Shout out to my sponsor, man. 
Appreciate CEDX Logistics and all that they're doing for us. Big things to come. We rounding out 2018. Going to head into 2019 on a goddamn media. Just watch. Just watch. Now watch me work. Hit them with the flex. Hit them with the flex. Hit them with the, hit them with the flex. <laughs> nah, for real though. Real, real spill. And anybody listening right now that's in the Nashville, Tennessee area, come January 24th, if you're interested in starting your podcast but just don't know what to do, don't know how to start, don't, you know, you might have an idea but don't know where to, you know, how to how to get situated. How long should it be? How often should I record? Um, what will I need? All, you know, different questions. You're not comfortable talking in, you know, on the mic or whatever. You don't like hearing yourself. Whatever it may be. Big got you covered. I got a class that I'll be instructing. It's going to be an hour-long class, six weeks, starting January 24th. We're going to be at the Cone School. It's out in West Nashville, Cone School. It's an old uh, middle school, old high school. And it's in West Nashville. Um going to be on Thursday nights, I believe. Yeah, Thursday nights. Y'all check us out. Starts at 6.30 p.m., lasts to 7.30 p.m. You also get a chance to check me out in the studio if you like. So anybody who wants to go to that class, I'm going to have the link real soon. Should have that before the end of this month. So you can sign up. <coughs> Excuse me. Woo! That's going to be interesting. Real interesting. Can't wait. What else we got going on? Oh, it's almost here. November 9th, D-Day, Ripley, Tennessee, Highway 51, the Social Event Lounge. Telling y'all, man, it's free to the public. It's customer appreciation night, 25 and up. Come dressed to impress. D-mans and friends, man. I'm, hey. All right, man. If you're in West Tennessee and you, you, you've been to one of these, then you know. But this year is different. My boy at his lounge. He had his own spot. But he doing one Friday night in Ripley. Then he going to do one Saturday night in the M. So y'all come out, man. Check, check him out. It's going to be dope. Gonna be fly. Plenty of women. <clears throat> I said it's gonna be plenty of women. So fellas, don't you know this 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 security is strictly enforced anyway. So when you come out there, come correct. You know what I'm saying? You don't wanna be dressed up fly as you can be and then you wanna argue. Stop it. D Day. It's going down, man. What's going down? I feel like I'm missing something. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder. I wonder. Oh. I failed to mention this last week. One of my favorite shows back on, y'all. Black Lightning. Black Lightning! (laughs) It's on uh, the CW Network, man. It's pretty good. If you didn't check out season one, you should check it out. It's on Netflix, season two. 
back on and popping. It's it's uh it's pretty dope. It's pretty good. I don't want to give anything away because you might not have seen it, but it's 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 damn good, man. It's a damn good show. Damn good show. And uh, his his oldest daughter, Storm. I think she, is she playing? What's her name? Storm. I don't know, but she bad. She bad. That's a side note right there. If you don't want to watch it for nothing else, watch it for his oldest daughter. She she bad. But I digress. <laughs> I digress. What else going on, man? Uh, oh, had some new music dropped by T.I. a couple weeks ago. Dime Trap. It's that grown man, man. It's grown man music. I like that. Grown man trap music. I can dig that. And I got to get down to Atlanta. To the uh, Trap Museum, Trap Music Museum. Got to. He put it in Bankhead, too. I just got to go check that out. That's historic. Like, what people don't know, that's some real, that's some real good-ish right there. That's a great look. So, I might have to make a trip down there one weekend just to peep game and see what it's about. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a dope little spot. I'm sure I've seen a lot of pictures and all that, so seems pretty cool. Quavo dropped a, a album too. I wasn't gonna even speak about that thing. Cause it's Quavo. No disrespect. But that project? The boo boo. Terrible. But that's because I ain't into all the auto-tune rap. I just, that's just me. I just can't get into it. That's just, it's just me. Whatever. It ain't for me. So, there's a lot of people out there who I'm sure like it. But as far as me it go, as far as me in my house, <laughs> me in my house ain't listening to Quavo. Unless it's Amigos Project. And I barely listen to that. Moving on. Week seven of the NFL. We saw a lot. We saw a lot. It was exciting. The Patriots beat the Bears 38-31. Mitchell Trubisky threw a Hail Mary at the end of the game. It was caught by Kevin White, but he was one yard short. I ain't going to stunt when I seen it. I said, oh, he caught it. Hold on, but he wasn't in the end zone. Don't matter. And now the Patriots are what? Five and two. For all them people out there who was, oh, man, they lost a couple of games. Hmm. They five and two. In the AFC East. With who? The Jets and the Bills and the Dolphins. Hmm. How those teams doing? Three and four, two and five, and three and four. The Dolphins have lost four straight games, I think. They was three and oh. Now that's a lie. Take that lie back. The Dolphins four and three. Brock Osweiler won last Sunday and lost they lost this past Sunday, yesterday. So started off hot though. Start off real hot. 
Huh. AFCs. And the Bills, man. Shout out to the Colts. They had an extra bye week. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> they had an extra bye week. They played the the the, the Bills. And LaShawn McCoy got hurt early. I mean, they weren't going to win with him, but who the quarterback? Derek Anderson played quarterback Sunday? They didn't play Nathan Peterman, Josh Allen, and Derek Anderson. What happened to the boy from uh, Alabama? Uh, they traded him. Uh, what's his name? A.J. McCain. Yeah, they traded him to the Raiders. And the Raiders just traded Amari Cooper to the Dallas Cowboys today. For a first-round pick. I don't know whether John Gruden is a dummy or if he's smart as hell. Because he just fleeced the Cowboys. A first-round pick for Amari Cooper, who's been dropping all types of passes. Maybe him putting on the Cowboys uniform will rejuvenate him. (laughs) That was a joke. Did y'all catch that? That was a joke. I hope y'all caught that. No, but for real, in real life, a lot of times a change of scenery is good. You know, so. Cowboys took an L. That's probably what prompted them to make this change. They lost 20-17 to 17 to the Redskins. Who, by the way, are now leading the division in the NFC East. Hmm. Shocking. Not really, because it's Alex Smith. You know, he's a consistent quarterback. Since Jim, look, I don't know what Jim Harbaugh did to him. But ever since Jim Harbaugh came into his life, <laughs> he's been all right. He's been all right. He got fixed. I don't know what happened, but he just got fixed. Now he's straight. Now he's straight. You know, the NFC East is a tough division. Right now, it's it's they gonna be fighting week to week because uh the Philadelphia Eagles it's something just ain't right. It's something that's just not clicking because they lost again yesterday to the Carolina Panthers. And you know, I saw the last drive and Carson Wentz. Mr. Running Back in the Flats. Shout out to, home, to my homeboy, little Chris, down there in Dallas. He he the one who pointed that out to me because I wasn't paying attention to it, but he missed the running back in the Flats. Who could have got a first down on fourth down, but he looking every which away. Missed the pass. And he almost got picked off by Eric Reed. But the tip of the ball hit the ground. But then guess what? They still took that L. So Carolina's what, five and two now? They and they were losing. They came back. Shout out to Cam, man. They came back. Shout out to their defense. It was ugly, but they they made a way. And speaking of Eric Reed, whew, after the game, he held no expense when asked about what happened between him and Malcolm Jenkins before the game. I, I'm going to just play a little clip for y'all. I'm, I'm going to just play a little clip for y'all. 
that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna just let y'all hear for y'all self what it was that he actually said. A uh, little dust up before the uh, coin toss. No. You exchanged words with, with Malcolm Jenkins. You want to explain what that was about? No. Does it have anything to do with the disagreement about the Players Coalition? He's a solo. Why do you say that? He's a solo. Yes. What do you say? No, his accents speak louder than his words. I think it was James Baldwin that said to be black in America and to be relatively conscious is to be in a constant state of anger. In a constant state of anger. It's a common, it's systemic oppression, which is what I'm protesting, and neocolonialism. <laughs> Man, it keeps happening. Do you think that he's guilty of colluding with that? I would say he's a neocolonialist. Yes. Woo! Now, did y'all hear that? He said the man was a neo-colonialist. A sellout. No, he didn't say the game was sold out. He said Malcolm Jenkins is a sellout. Now, for those listening that don't know what neo-colonialist is, I'm going to break down the definition for you. Neo-colonialism is the use of economic, political, cultural or other pressures to control or influence other countries, especially former dependencies. Now, in this instance, in this case, it's not talking about countries. He's talking about the initiative that was sparked by Colin Kaepernick's protesting of police brutality and inequality and injustice of black and brown peoples in America. So there was this whole project that that came up last year and Eric Reed and Anquan Bolden and Colin Kaepernick and Malcolm Jenkins and others were all part of it. And so, at some point along the way, Anquan Bolden, who's a former teammate of Colin Kaepernick and adversary for the Ravens, Anquan Bolden and Malcolm Jenkins pretty much hijacked it is from how he put it. And others have put it too. And then other players started dropping out and, you know, not wanting to deal with it. But they say that they hijacked it and he he pretty much is using the NFL's money to to go towards his agendas. Agendas that he won't he wants to, to be heard or whatnot. Not the 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 initial cause. So I don't know. I ain't I'm, I tend to not want to be that person who's calling another brother names like that. Because when you call a man a sellout, that's them fighting words. Them fighting words. And Malcolm Butler took the high road. He said, man, you know, I ain't going to talk about this man, especially another black man like that. I respect him. I'm glad he's back in the league. But, you know. 
I ain't got nothing to say about it. Like, I ain't got nothing negative to say about him. Like, it is what it is. And I can respect that because that's better than what I probably would have done. All that bleepity bleep, bleep, bleep. He can, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, all that. Yeah, all that. <laughs> but back onto the field, man. Sunday Night Football saw Andy Dalton lose another Sunday Night Football game. Shout out to Patrick Mahomes on my fantasy team. Woo! They did. They, they, I didn't forget what the final score was. Just know it was a lot to a little. Pat Mahomes got 22 touchdown passes in his first seven games. I think that's the most or tied for the most to start your NFL career. That's that's wild, man. That boy like a video game. Like, they offense is ignorant scary. Like, I ain't, ooh-wee. Just think if they played in a dome every week. Sheesh. My goodness. Wow. Then their defense showed up. That's 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 crazy. Now, from a from a team that scores a lot of points in the AFC West to a team that's on their heels in the AFC West, the, the San Diego Chargers. I'm sorry, the Los Angeles Chargers. That still don't feel right to me. It just don't sound right. It just don't sound right. But the Chargers, man. They went to London. They beat the Tennessee Titans 20 to 19. Now, a lot of people are giving Mike Vrabel some flack because he shouldn't have went for it, they say, for the two-point conversion at the end of the game. But if you look at the play, the first play that was ran by the Titans where there was a defensive holding call, Deion Lewis is wide open in the end zone. Mariota never looked his way. Now, he throws it to Lewis. Lewis catches and converts a two-point conversion. They're going to decline the penalty. Game is likely over. But no. He didn't see him. They called a penalty. They still run another pass play. Throws an incomplete pass. Game over 20-19. to 19. Can't blame Vrabel for that. Now, I was hearing people say, well, you know, Derrick Henry was doing his thing. Could have gave it to Henry on the two. Probably would have got it. Would have, could have, should have. Mariota's a professional quarterback. He's supposed to be smart enough to know the reads and where the where, where players are and make sure he goes through his progressions. He didn't do that. He was locked in on one player, and that's all it was. He was looking to the left. And now the Chargers are 5-2. and two. Now, I spoke about another team from the AFC West briefly earlier, the uh, Raiders, who just traded Amari Cooper, Traded Khalil Mack right before the season. Now they got three first-round picks. How good the other two picks would be, I don't know. But I know they're going to have a five pick. They're going to have a real good pick. Top five. Top five, top five, top five. (laughs) Like, for real. They pick going to be the business. I don't know if it's going to be better than I picked, though. I'm 49ers, boy. Hopefully, we get the number one pick. I want us to be 1-15. We just got our ass whooped by the Rams, like 39-10. to Shout out to the Rams defense. Yes, I started them on my fantasy team. Big, how could you do that and they were going against the 49ers? 
You damn right I did that because I knew what was going to happen. They gave me 30 points. Woo. Hey, man. We trying to get we trying to get Oliver from Houston or Nick Bosa at Ohio State. That's all I'm saying. Now, a lot of people are down on Nick Bosa. Well, some people are. You know, they question his, his love for the game or whatever. Billing on his teammates. Look, man. Me, it's millions of dollars on the table. He ain't gonna be able to play until December. Ohio State just lost to Purdue anyway. Got blown out by Purdue. They're gonna have to win out and 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 make it to the playoff. And Michigan ain't no slouch. I know Ohio State been on in Michigan. I know they've been on in Michigan. But you know, a engineer. Welcome, no, <laughs> I know they've been on in Michigan, but. Anything can happen here. They just lost to Purdue. Big. So, let's just see. I think he made the right decision. Tim Tebow talking all that noise about if it were me, I'd get healthy and play for him in the playoffs. It ain't you. You ain't in the league no more. You in the minor leagues, baseball, and you announcing college football games. Do you, bruh. And quit counting that man's family pockets. Well, he's already, his family's already amassed so many millions. That ain't his money. That's his brother money. Let him get his. Player. Partner. Got me spitting. I'm glad this mic ain't Chris Paul. Because, you know. <laughs> well, you know, if it was, he wasn't going to do nothing but poke me in the face. Kind of man poke somebody in the face after getting spit on. Supposed to fire on that boy. Your wife was in the crowd too. They say his, they say Rondo girlfriend came at, at, at Chris Paul's wife. Hey man, I'm just saying, bro. If it if it was me, let me stop. I'm acting like this. Quit. Let me quit. No damn well. I would have choked his ass if he, if he would have spit on me. I promise I would have choked him. Bro. I can't I can't help it, bro. I would have had to choke, dude. This, this man just spit on me, man. What the hell is wrong with him? You know who deserved to be spat on? Blake Bortles. Yep, that's right. Because he is grade A, the boo-boo. Straight garbage juice. Terrible. Can't buy a completion. Uh, six for 12, uh, 50 yards, and a couple of fumbles. I say he garbage, garbage. Yes, he is. <laughs> and he got benched for Cody Kessler. Wow. Cody Kessler. Hmm. Another former USC quarterback. He ain't starting this coming week, but Bortles, what's up, man? Like, how do you get a contract in the offseason like that? Like, they gave him $18 million. Why? Like, like why, though? Uh, hmm, I'm. I can't even. 
don't know. I don't know. I can't. I don't know, bro. I'm like, I'm like Jalen Ramsey was after the game. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And you know something else that I didn't know, but it just got clarified for me. A lot of people didn't know. How did? How did uh? What's my boy name? How did Pusha T get all this evidence on Drizzy Drake? Come to find out, it wasn't Kanye. He said it was a little junk that Drake's producer, 40, was messing off with. He was pillar talking, and he told everything. So there you have it. Then it was some people in Drake's camp offering to pay money to his former DJ to get some information on him. Look, man, y'all got too much money to be arguing like this. Stop it. Just, just, just quit being petty. Y'all look like y'all on love, uh, love and hip hop. Excuse me. House, housewives of, of Toronto, and Virginia. Just quit it. You look foolish. On a, on a uh, more serious side. Two things before I get out of here. There's a new podcast that new podcast, excuse me, out uh, called uh, what is it on Steve McNair? Fall of a Titan, Fall of a Titan. It's gonna be a series, a nine-part series, um, diving into the investigation of his murder. Uh, if you don't know who Steve McNair is, if you listen to my podcast, I'm sure you know who he is. Hell, he's a Mississippi native, Alcorn State, all-time quarterback, Tennessee Titans. You know what I'm saying? First round pick, Houston Oilers first round pick, former Baltimore Raven, former MVP. You know what I'm saying? He was murdered July 4th, 2008. 2009, 2008, I think it was. And uh, it was ruled a murder-suicide, but it's a lot of question marks around there, so check that out. It's called Fall of a Titan. It's, based, it's, it's all revolving around Steve McNair's murder. And you know the question, the questions that go along with that. Also, today, Ray Caruth, former Carolina Panther, wide receiver, Ray Caruth, was released from prison after serving an 18 to 24 year bid for the murder of his former girlfriend slash lover, whatever you want to say, Sharika Adams. For those of you who listening who might be too young to remember, Rachel Ruth was found guilty of conspiracy to commit first-degree murder. He set up his ex-girl to get murdered by two, two, two fellas. The trigger man on this case got 40 years. The driver of it, he got he just got released in like 2011. Ray Carruth, not allegedly, but he had us set up to be murdered because he they claimed he didn't want to pay child support. He claims that it was because she wouldn't get an abortion. That's what he claims. But he never spoke at his trial, but he did claim that in a letter to her mother. Now, Sharika Adams was eight months pregnant with Chancellor, who is Ray Carruth's son, who was born prematurely because Annie had a traumatic birth because of the shooting. 
So he was born with permanent brain damage and cerebral palsy. I've seen a few documentaries on his situation and how her mother, Sharika's mother, has been raising him. And now Karuth is out. And in a letter while he was in prison, he said he wants to have custody of his son. I'm sorry, G, what what you what you trying to do? Either A, you trying to make amends, or B, you trying to finish the job. Ain't no damn way nobody gonna give you custody of that boy. Would you wanna kill him too? I just ain't I ain't, I ain't for that. I ain't. I ain't got a, a, you know, I ain't no, I ain't got no dog in this fight. I'm just saying. Everybody deserves second chances, yes. But uh, don't think you need another crack at that. You didn't get the job done the first time with him. I don't think nobody gonna give you the opportunity to do it again. Now people can be changed, you know. People can change and all that. You know, I say supervised visitation or something. But as far as custody, you could be a changed man. But this ain't that. I don't think that's going to work, partner. I don't think that's going to work. But he got released. A free man. I don't think he on parole or nothing like that. He did his time. Now he out here in the world. He 44. And he want a relationship with his son. I think he deserved that, but... Man, you, you got that woman murdered, man. All because she wouldn't have an abortion? Now he claimed, you know, they didn't have no real relationship other than physical. So he ain't want no kids. But damn, bruh. Now after he shot, after he had a shot, she had enough strength and power to call 911. She called 911 on him. She died a month after she was shot. They found Ray Carruth in the trunk of a car in Tennessee, fleeing Carolina. He had just signed a contract for $3.7 million. Man, I ain't got no love for that, man. Got no respect for that, man. You do some stuff like that. I'll be saying to yourself, partner. Which I'm sure he is. But I hate to leave y'all on such a sad note. But guess what? I'll be back next week. We're going to do it all over again. Do it bigger, better, blacker. It's the BTSE 365 Podcast. If you want any of this official merchandise, go to btse365.bigcartel.com. Follow your boy on IG at BTSE underscore 365. I'm out, man. Appreciate y'all rocking with me and listening to me. Share this. Tell a friend to tell a friend. It's the BTSE 365 podcast. We out. You dig? BTSE 365.